Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. I'm headed to the nearby Twin Cities, Minnesota, for today's Song of the Soul for a visit with Matthew French. Some folks just have the right voice with the right lyrics and with the right musical skills. And yes, Matthew is one of them. In particular, you'll find that Matthew brings a vulnerable spirit to his songs, naming our common experiences and aspirations and making them all the more precious for being held in common. A transplant from Ohio to Minnesota, Matthew French joins us from Minneapolis via Zoom. Matthew, thanks so much for joining me for Song of the Soul. Thanks so much, Mark. As we were talking about just before, Ellen Stanley sent out promo about your upcoming release. I sent an email to you that same day. You responded within a couple hours, and here we are. This is amazingly quick turnaround time. Are you always this quick in your reaction time? Depends on if I'm like at that time, I was sitting right in front of the computer with the emails. And so I was in email mode. And also I knew it was such a great opportunity to get to meet you and talk with you. You know, it's always fun when someone is interested in more than just listening to your music. It can tell you're really somebody who digs into the songs. Anytime I get an opportunity to speak with somebody who's that interested in music, I'm always on it. You moved to the Twin Cities of Minnesota less than 20 years ago. How much does it feel like home now? I think about that fairly often. You know, I'm originally from Ohio and Minnesota. It does feel like home now. I've been here for 17, 18 years now, and I've grown to love it. There's so much to love about it. So many nice people and so much great culture and art. I think being involved in the music scene here has made it feel even more like home because we have such a great community of artists and folks that support radio stations and things like that. So it really does feel like home. I want to right away give a shout out for community radio. There's a wonderful radio station right there on the banks of the river, right by the university that everybody should know about if they live in the Twin Cities. Not a commercial, but a community radio station. And that's where my radio programs usually go out to, community radio stations across the U.S., some 45 of them. The music community there, and certainly Ellen Stanley is plugged into it. Did you have anything parallel? Uh, you were in your 20s when you moved from Ohio. Was there anything back home like that? You know, I was a lot involved in the, I hesitate to call it a church scene, but I did a lot of music in church in Ohio, and I was very connected kind of in that music community. I wasn't really doing the singer-songwriter thing at the time, so church was my community, but it also involved music in a, in a great deal as well. What kind of songs might you have been doing? And in non-denominational churches right now, there's a very vibrant music scene. Yeah, 
you know, I grew up as Catholic, and so at least, you know, you'd get some kumbaya or you'd get uh, blowing <laughs> in the wind or something like that. Yeah. But what did you get? We were kind of on that, what at the time was sort of the, the modern worship movement with the, the louder guitars and drums and things of that nature. You know, kind of being involved in that type of music, I think, really was a wonderful backdrop to becoming, later becoming more of the singer-songwriter type. I feel like I, I learned so much from that experience and played with so many great musicians. And certainly the connectedness that comes from church music is something that I really want to happen. And when I'm out playing music now in various places, it may not be a church setting, but I think you know music is all about connection. You know That really kind of set the stage for where I'm at right now. I think that mostly your music is described as folk Americana, country twist to it, something like that. Did you have those kind of influences before? Was that part of the church music scene back in Ohio? Not particularly, no. I coming from Ohio, Midwest, I lived in a you know, somewhat country town on the outskirts of Dayton, Ohio. And so, you know, back in, in my high school days, I think maybe I wanted to listen to like country music and things of the sort, but I didn't want to be a country guy. So I listened to every other music, but that, you know, kind of like the nineties grunge was big back in my day. Um, And so when I started doing the singer songwriter thing and, and sort of the roots of maybe what I would consider my country home came out, it was somewhat of a journey of embracing that part of me. I think that's where it came from. And now I, you know, of course, really enjoy the sounds of country, not necessarily modern country, but kind of the classic country and and sort of some of the things that influence that, like your Tom Petty's and things of that nature that aren't necessarily country, but sort of have that Americana roots vibe happening. Are there any particularly important musical influences you'd like to mention? I mean, you're a singer songwriter, then you probably have someone whose footsteps you probably wanted to walk in. Yeah, you know, kind of more in the in the modern space, there are a couple of folks that really inspire me. There's a guy named David Ramirez out of Austin, Texas. When I heard his songs, I was just blown away by the depth and rawness and connectedness of it. He's a huge inspiration. Peter Bradley Adams is another person that I really look to from a kind of a songwriting and that sort of folk Americana genre. And of course, you know, anybody in the Americana scene is going to look to Tom Petty as the epitome of what it means to be a musician in this genre. Well, one last question before we get started on your Song of the Soul music, Matthew, and that is, have you learned to speak Minnesotan yet? I have not. Oh, no. (laughs) That's serious. I mean, did you listen to enough Prairie Home Companion and before to have some idea of what you were getting into? No, I had no idea what I was getting into when I moved here. And I'm sure I've probably picked up on some of it. I don't notice it. I do notice, though, when I go back home to Ohio, that I'll say certain things that I wouldn't say when I'm in Minnesota. <laughs> so I, I haven't, uh, I think I've, I'm still steeped in the Ohio accent. Well, I hope you progress all the way to the ecclesiastical heavens of Minnesota language (laughs) someday soon. But in the meantime, let's get started with your music for today's Song of the Soul. What's first? Let's start with stories. Stories. It's a beautiful song. It's from Sweet Love. That was your second release. Your first was an EP, I think, in 2016. I actually had one release prior to that. I had a little EP called Home that only lives on Bandcamp at this point. Okay. <laughs> so my first official release, I guess. 
So we're digging up things from your past. I love it. So what about stories and why is it part of your song of the soul? You know, stories is really about when I wrote that first, the first real EP, Winding Road, I would often think to myself this phrase over and over again, that songs are stories. I don't know that I was very good at telling my story at the time or good at being honest really with where I was at. And songwriting really helped me to develop that, this sort of vulnerability idea, this idea that I can put how I'm feeling into music and perhaps someone else feels that way as well. I'm certainly by no means at this point an expert on it, but I think the song stories really sort of solidified that idea in me that I can tell my own story and perhaps someone who's listening has either experienced some of the same things or is going through some of the same things at the moment or that they can catch something a little bit different than maybe what what I actually said in the song. That's the really kind of this power of music where I can sing a song that's talking about the stories maybe that I've personally lived, but that it can bring something up in someone else. Folks, the song is Stories. It's from the release Sweet Love by Matthew French, here today for Song of the Soul.
been caught up in the madness We've all got stories to tell We've all seen glimpses of heaven And walked through pieces of hell We're all still left here standing But we won't be free We're all in this together I know these stories won't leave us the same It says on Matthew French's website, or one of the places I saw the comment about him, hope hidden within heartache. I really think that that song doesn't feel so much like heartache, but the reflections that you do, Matthew, in that song about change beginning with yourself, you you look in the mirror and you can feel the change yourself, that's introspection that's not common to all musicians. It does feel rich that way. I know that when you moved to the Twin Cities, you moved to the area to become a youth pastor here. Does that mean you had gone to some kind of divinity school, or how does that work in the non-denominational Christian world, or Assembly of God world, I guess it was? Yeah, I had gone to a small Bible school in Columbus, Ohio. And, you know, after graduating from there, I I went back to, you know, my parents lived near Dayton, Ohio, and we went to church in Dayton. And I went back to my home church and and kind of started working there as doing some music for the youth ministry. And so really, that's kind of how my journey started in the church world, as far as, you know, kind of working on a staff at a church. And then moving to Minnesota, the pastor that I was working with in Dayton, Ohio, was moving here to Minnesota to become a pastor of another church. And I came along to, you know, do some music stuff and ended up working as a youth minister for a little bit as well. So that's really the journey that started my uh, Minnesota adventure. I thought maybe you were migrating north just because you thought maybe there were polar bears in Minnesota. (laughs) How long did you serve as a youth pastor or what year did you stop that? I think maybe about two years I did that. Does that mean you've had a different day job since your first release was somewhere near 2016? You had a little bit of free time there. You could have put out either a release every year or done a day job. Yeah. So I've actually been working in the corporate world since 2007. Kind of have my day job sort of in this finance world, which is is very interesting. And then, you know, music really gets to be my passion. But that does mean you have more difficulty in trying to tour or anything like that. Do you just mainly do the local music scene? Yeah, mainly the local music scene. I do get to travel from time to time, try to stay within the Minnesota, Wisconsin for the most part, but love the chance when I do get to get outside that circle. Could you just tell me how wonderful you think Sarah Morris is? She's some, isn't she? (laughs) Yeah, my, you know, other than just being a wonderful human being as a songwriter, I don't think it gets really any better than her. So like, you know, kind of being able to be in the orbit of that kind of wonderful songwriting and wonderful human like that, I think has uplifted me as a person, but certainly has made me a better writer as well. I've interviewed Sarah before. You can look on northernspiritradio.org and search for Sarah Morris. You'll hear that. Vicki Emerson, Annie Fitzgerald, Jillian Ray. I've interviewed all of them. Oh, my gosh. It's part of this richness that the Twin Cities has around it. So what do you think of Sarah's bathroom? I love it. I've had the pleasure to sing there prior to the pandemic. 
got to sing for a toilet tunes classic with Sarah. And then for her, she always does the, or used to do the finale where we crammed like 12 people in the bathroom. So I love it. And what a creative person, again, you know, someone who's always like pushing forward with kindness. A real community builder is how I think of her. It's one of the blessings that some people carry that ability with them. And Sarah is just a wonderful gift to the world that way. Agreed. Well, let's go on to some more of the music of Matthew French. What should we share next? You know, you mentioned before the tagline of hope hidden within heartache. So I, I think carry on. How about let's go for that one next? Which, again, is off of your new release, or it's the release that you had back in January. And I understand that within the month, there's going to be a second part of that. The album, by the way, is called Two Sides, folks. So Side One came out back in January, and now in July of 2022, it will be the second side of Two Sides. And Carry On is the song. Again, heartache is part of it, hope within heartache. Have you gone through some heartache that needed some hope to lead you through? Yeah. What really a catalyst to me becoming a songwriter was a divorce that I went through back in 2014. You know, it was this, all of a sudden I I find my life in upheaval, extra time on my hands and wanting to fill that newly found space with good things. And so My filler for that void became going and sitting in coffee shops and just having a good coffee and reading books. And I remember I was sitting in a coffee shop, a Minneapolis coffee shop, my favorite at the time. And it was a cold winter day and the snow was blowing outside. And the first line to one of my songs came to me. And that's when I decided that I was going to try writing again. That was sort of the start of it, but it really was the catalyst was that heartache that I was going through and writing songs sort of became my way of processing all the feelings around that. So folks, you're going to feel the heart in this and also the hope. The song is Carry On, Matthew French. I can't find the light Worn out Bible On the seat beside Maybe I'll open up those pages So I can do what's right But I've been There before Not gonna go
forgive you. Maybe I'll forget. Maybe I'll just stay right here and live with those regrets. But I've been there before. Not gonna go there anymore. Sometimes the right way feels so wrong. You just pick yourself up. you felt both the tears and the sunshine in that song, Carry On, by Matthew French. His website, by the way, is mfrenchmusic.com. mfrenchmusic.com. Best way to get there, of course, is to come via northernspiritradio.org. And I've got links to all of our guests the last 17 years. We've had many, many hundreds of wonderful guests from all over Wisconsin, Minnesota, the entire United States, and internationally. We've had a number of wonderful guests as well. But you can find the link to Matthew French on our website. While you're on our website, please remember to post a comment on this program. Let us know what you're thinking, reacting, suggestions for guests, etc. And there's also a place for you to support us so you can donate. We always appreciate that because we depend on you, not corporations and not on government to make this happen. It's because you, the listener, want to see it happen. So please, via northernspiritradio.org, drop us a comment and a donation if you can. And please remember to support your local community radio stations. So again, Carry On was the song. And by the way, Matthew, I've been married now to Sandra. It's getting close to 28 years. And we lived together for five years before that, but we both had been married before. So going into marriage was, we wanted to do it right. I mean, we felt like we should be there, but also afraid of being together. So I know something about the pain of divorce. I chose the divorce, but that didn't mean it was at all easy for me. Some people, I guess, think if you choose divorce, that somehow you're going to be happy with it. Or And I, I do believe it got to me where God wanted me to be, but that doesn't mean that I didn't have to cry endless nights about it. I get it. I've, I've walked, you know, it, my best friend that I met when I moved to Minnesota in 2005, and we're still friends to this day, actually produced the new record. But he went through a divorce prior to me, and we walked through that. He walked through it with me, and I walked through it with him. And he was the one that did the leaving. I was the one that got left, but it, a lot of the feelings were exactly the same. And so it was, you know, I hear you in that it's not easy, no matter which side you're on. Divorce is a big deal. Whenever you invest that much hope in someone, it's a challenge when you, you move on. Yeah. Is it your practice, Matthew, in your songs to bear your soul a whole lot? Or are you a private person? Are you extrovert, introvert? I put myself somewhere in the middle. I think I'm more of a loner than people think I am. And it was it was very interesting. So when we released side one of the new album at the end of January, we were still in this time where the pandemic was at a spot where, you know, wasn't really sure if I could schedule a show where I could play songs live for people. And so I did a live stream hosted by Sarah Morris. We did it in such a way that 
that I could play the songs live, but then people could ask questions or, you know, give comments or whatever. And somebody commented about how they appreciated how I was so vulnerable in my songs. And I thought I'm vulnerable. You know, I don't know that I'm typically the person who would consider myself the perfect example of vulnerability. But I think when I get into a song, there's something that unlocks a door to places in me that I either don't normally want to go to or that I need to go to. And that's a thing that I continue to love about songwriting, where I'm able to get to places in me that really need to be maybe they need to be shared because I need to share them and get them out. But also I find that when I do that, it inevitably connects with someone else. And I think it it works that way. Anytime we're vulnerable with someone else in a conversation, in whatever setting that you want to, you want to apply that to vulnerability leads to vulnerability on the other side as well. And it certainly reaches down into a, a deep place in all of us. Well, I am thankful for those deep places that you bring forth in your music. I'm going to keep us moving along on songs so we can get all of them in. What's next? Let's go with Some Days. Okay. And again, that's also from your release from back in January. Your divorce or your separation is already four years before that. But that doesn't mean you didn't write this song at that time. Where does this fit in your emotional course of life? Honestly, this is one of the songs that I wrote probably, you know, in the beginning days of the pandemic. You know, obviously we're we're kind of locked inside. We can't go places that we normally want to go or do things that we're normally doing. And I kind of thought about being at home all the time. And, and some days I would wake up and, and just have energy and want to go and want to do. And then other days it just felt like, you know, it was tough to get out of bed. I know that, you know, regardless of whether it's pandemic times or normal times, that's a that's a thing that myself and I'm sure a lot of people struggle with at points. So that's really where the song Some Days came from and how there are days in life where things just don't go my way and I need to let them go. And getting better at letting go of a day that just hasn't gone my way and moving on and moving forward. The phrase in the song that struck me as very central to it is the realizing that you are loved. I have my own powerful religious experiences of that. In the course of the pandemic, the people I felt the sorriest for were the people who didn't have someone they loved right in their immediate circle. They might have cabin mates or they might have cabin fever mates or (laughs) who knows what. What was your circle like at that time? Of course, I had. I have family that's distant. I'm in Minneapolis, and they're in Ohio. A circle of friends, close that a few close friends that I would get together with that we felt okay with from a health standpoint of getting together, but really missed living alone, and I, I missed getting to hug people. You know, just the kind of the things that that I might have taken for granted before. You know, that's kind of the idea behind the the song. Some days I'm glad you brought that line up so much. That's sort of really the heart of the song that we'd realize whether the day has gone good or it's gone bad or life is good or bad in our heads that we're still loved. That says it all right there. Some days. Some days you get that feeling. Some days can feel so numb Take off your hat and wonder 
that the light shines on in the darkness, the darkness shall not overcome it, no matter which day it is. Some days it feels threatened, no. And that song, Some Days, is by Matthew French, website mfrenchmusic.com. Why didn't you spell out the full name, MatthewFrench.com? Was that already taken? Yeah, so when I first started performing music, you'll notice that if you look on the Winding Road album cover, it says M French. I didn't use my full name at the time. And so that's really where the website started with M French Music. And then I guess it would have been late 2019 or, yeah, I think it was late 2019, I released a song called Changing. And with that song Changing, I started listing my full name. I don't know that when I started releasing music, I wasn't really comfortable as a songwriter yet. And just kind of, you know, not that it's something super cool to go by M French. I just, we're in the studio and I'm like, Hey, what am I going to call myself? And somebody goes M French. And I said, yeah, sure. It sounds like plausible deniability to me. Yes. (laughs) Yes. M French. I don't know who that is. I'm Matthew. (laughs) Exactly. 
So I think starting with that song changing, I really feel more comfortable as part of the songwriter community now. And I want, I want to be me from here on out. Not that I wasn't writing as myself before, but I just want to be as authentically me as I possibly can. That's where that came from. If you went to matthewfrenchmusic.com, it would redirect you to M French Music. I have both domains. It's a wise man who covers his tracks that way. I'd love to share some more of the music of M French and Matthew French both. What should we do next? Let's do the things that matter. <laughs> that sounds like it could be about a song or it could just be an avocation of what we should be doing in this world. Let's do the <laughs> things that matter. Yes. <laughs> Uh, the Quaker testimony on simplicity. Uh, I don't want to explain all Quakerism to you, but the idea is not that it has to be primitive or something like what you might think with the Amish or whatever, but that you want to prioritize that what's important. You want to do the things that matter and put them in number one. And our world does not work in a way that often the world sets up as priorities something that we might not choose. You're working in finance for business. Isn't that the thing that causes you trouble if you have too much finances? You know, you can't go through the eye of the needle. Exactly. So what brought the things that matter to your heart? I can remember when I wrote the song, it was in this moment of, I was feeling sorry for myself about something. I can't put my finger on it, but I was just in this place where I was feeling sorry for myself. And the phrase came to my head, you just need to keep doing the things that matter. And so I started writing that course, keep on doing the things that matter, be kind, keep the peace, love each other, hold out your hand and open your heart. And it was really this challenge to myself of keep hanging on, but while I'm hanging on, keep doing good things. And when you do good things and when you bring peace and hope and light out into the world, can't help but be encouraged yourself. And that's really where the song came from. And again, it is. The Things That Matter is from Matthew French's 2018 release, Sweet Love.
Love each other, hold out your hand Heart wisdom you're getting from Matthew French, the things that matter. I know that change starts with me. So many people don't realize that, and they want to hand it to other people, make it other people's responsibility. And the wisdom to see that when you change yourself is when your heart gets empowered and enriched and blessed. Are you typically an upbeat person? Are you an optimistic person? I consider myself like a I'll be upbeat and optimistic for other people, but I think for myself, I'm like, I'm a total realist about things. I don't want to say that I'm a pessimist by any means, but I'm a little more realistic about my own things for me, but I'll be the cheerleader for anyone. If you're my, you're my friend, or if I know you, if I don't know you, I want to cheer you on and be your biggest fan. I would think that Sarah Morris would be a person who would cheer for everybody too. So maybe you find commonality in that, bring sunlight into other people's lives as well. I, I really like the list that you have there, you know, keep the peace, love each other, hold out your hand, open your heart. Actually, the, uh, the rules on the kindergarten wall, don't hit each other and clean up your mess, take a nap every day, wash before you eat, hold hands, mm-hmm. stick together. It sounds like you learned that back in kindergarten and never forgot it. Yeah, the interesting thing. So for me, I went to like a private Christian school from the time I was in kindergarten to the time that I graduated. Every once in a while, someone will ask me, well, are you you glad that you went to that type of school? And, And I remember things like when an adult came into the room, we all stood. And I think that 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 becomes something for me that taught me to respect people. And you don't necessarily realize it at the time, but later in life, you kind of realize all these, you know, little small things that you've learned become a part of you. And I think that's interesting in life. And it's interesting in songs that like something will, you know, pop into a song and all of a sudden it becomes this like nugget of wisdom that is really valuable. Another thing that I love in the songwriting world. As much as I would love to keep talking, I know that we've got deadlines facing us, including a 55-minute broadcast. So I want more of the music of Matthew French to share with our listeners. We go with Winding Road. Okay, so we're going back as far as we're going to go today, right? Yeah, Winding Road is this title track to the Winding Road EP from 2016. And that that was really the Processing the Divorce EP. So you kind of hear, you hear the hope hidden with heart within heartache again on the whole record, but winding road is just this huge cheerleading for myself and everyone else to keep moving forward that we've kind of had these twists and turns in life and things that happen to us that are unexpected 
the bottom line is I'm cheering for me and I'm cheering for everyone else. Let's keep moving forward. That's often the, even to this day, even though I have plenty of other songs that I've written and, and can play, that's often the last song that I like to do for people because I want to leave them with something that gives them hope. And it often ends with us all singing together the words, keep moving forward. Right into the mystery. Yes. Winding Road by Matthew French, website mfrenchmusic.com.
So as you heard Matthew French say, he usually ends his, his performances with Winding Road. It's a perfect period to the sentence, a perfect way to end off. But we're not going to do that today, Matthew. I think we're going to do one more song. Again, we each carry pain within us, but pain is not irreversible if it's accompanied by hope. The fact that you weave the two together. Actually, I don't like Pollyannish music that pretends everything's glistening and fun. So I appreciate the fact that the heart strings are being played at the same time those guitar strings are being played. Let's have one more song for your song of the soul. I really wish we had more time to talk and visit, but it can also be practical when I need to. <laughs> yeah, so the song Halfway Gone. I usually have this moment, my birthday's in November, and always have this looking back and looking forward moment. And this was my I'm getting older song that I wrote a couple of years ago that I'm I'm in this space where, you know, I'm I'm 43. I'm not super young, but I'm not old. And I'm kind of in this space where I feel like I have so much to give yet to go. And I know that I do. It's kind of this idea of remembering where I've been, but also looking towards where I'm going and halfway gone for whatever reason. I, th I think it's going to be my, it may supplant winding road as my final song whenever I get to play live for people. Cause it, it really feels like this thing of, yes, we can look back and we can appreciate and we can know that, that we have all kinds of love and family and remember where we've been behind us and sort of looking forward to the future as well. Is this a song that you've done or maybe would do as an encore? Yes. It has this like weird guitar picking part that's kind of hard for me to play live. So I'm still finding my way in that. But I have done it a couple of times live and it's always so fun. I just think that probably my favorite or my most meaningful song on the new album to me, to my heart, is this one right here, Halfway Gone. It's a beautiful song. I want to give you a pointer, Matthew, and that is the two times that I heard John Prine in person over the years, and that was well, well before he died two years ago, I think. He was the only person I've ever experienced who did not one, not two, but three encores. Oh, wow. So you've now got material for an <laughs> encore. You just need two more. So you can be a full John Prine, okay? Got it. Anyway, we're finishing off with one more song from two sides. This is actually a song that hasn't been released yet. This is coming out on the release from Matthew French, the end of this month, July of 2022. It's side two of Two Sides. Look for it. His website is mfrenchmusic.com, and we've got the link on nordenspiritradio.org. Thank you for bringing your heart, spirit, and your smile here today for Song of the Soul. Thank you so much for having me. It was a joy. Again, the link for Matthew French is on nordenspiritradio.org. We'll see you all next week for Song of the Soul. Here is Halfway Gone. 365 have come and passed Where did all the good days go Before you know Gonna get myself a rocking chair I like to say that I've learned something Still don't know what I don't Years keep rolling Someday I'm gonna let go 
not searching for the end of the rainbow looking for a quiet little place in the sun on my way Halfway gone. Lose your way if you're not trying. Get knocked down, keep on fighting. Get busy living. Get busy dying. Remember the places where you came from. With all your heart, do your part. Then do some more. Not searching for the end of the rainbow. Looking for a quiet little place in the sun. for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helps Meet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.